0: Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have, life can be pretty damn hard. And without a healthy mind, it's even harder. Check out online therapy with betterhelp.com/slash toast and be on your way to a little more ease. Good morning, everyone! Good
1: morning, Claudia. Good morning, Mr. Brew.
0: brew, brew. Dadu. It's brew dadu. It's brew dadu. It's brew. It's Brutado, it's Brut. Good morning. What, to what do we owe the pleasure of being graced by Bruno's presence? We didn't even get, you know, a week lead up. We got nothing. Well,
1: Bruno's mom has learned better than to promise Brew.
0: Make promises she can't keep.
1: Because Brew's schedule is so erratic, so unpredictable. He is just so out of control Mm. in terms of what he wants to do. He heard
0: what you said about talking shit about him and he just fucking bounced. No,
1: he just needs a break because he's preparing himself. Anyways. This morning I decided I wanted to bring Brew. It's a beautiful day and Brew and I were cooped up all weekend and I am worried that he is agoraphobic. So he needs to get out of the house more. I'm going to try and bring him once a week. And I just felt like everybody could benefit from the positive influence of Brew.
0: That is true. But I did also hear he had ulterior motives for coming because you said that Bruno has an announcement to make.
1: He does have an announcement that he wanted to make. And he's like, Mom, you have this amazing platform. You have such an amazing audience and, of, full of like kind-hearted people. Mm-hmm. And he said, and I want to let, and he's shy, so he won't say it. And I'm going to say it for him. He's like, I want to let everyone know because I wanted to do a grand gesture for Knowles. And he said he wanted to come on the show and let everyone know that he is in love with Magnolia.
0: Okay, I'm slightly disappointed. I thought you had something actual to say, like
1: what would I have to say? I don't know, like
0: a pregnancy update for us. Like I don't know, I thought you were gonna use this as an opportunity. No, still pregnant. Still pregnant, still a boy.
1: Still a boy. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah. No, but he is just he's excited to be here, you know. And I'm so excited to have him. It's a treat it's a treat for me. Hi, my little sweet brew. And he is mommy's best friend like and he's mommy's protector and he does everything that he can to make sure mom is happy and 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 comfortable happy and healthy and so whatever brew wants brew gets and he was running towards the door this morning i was like i said to brew
0: get over here you said to brew get in loser we're going to the toast (laughs) um uh, actually speaking of going to the toast part of me was very hesitant to show up here today Because if, you know, if let's say I died over the weekend and my last episode on Earth was Friday's episode, like, I would be so at peace. I don't even want to record another episode because I don't even want to, like, push Friday's episode, like, back into the archive. Like, it is the best episode of The Toast ever. I watched it, like, four times. That is so funny. I mean, I think you would be surprised if you watched more episodes
1: of The Toast. That they're all really funny.
0: No, I We're know. are all really funny. I know when it's time to rewatch the toast and I know when it's not time.
1: I know when it's not time, but I do think like if you just went to a random episode, I think you would be like really pleased with yeah. what, what we do here.
0: I guess when I watch it on the day of, I'm very critical because I'm like, new information has come out about a story. I think you could have been more analytical. But so maybe, maybe you're right. When I'm too in it, sometimes I can't, I can't say.
1: Yeah, it's true. Oh God, but no, I feel you. Friday's episode was hilarious. I watched some of it with Brew. And that also was like, he was like, I want to be a part of this. Like what you guys are magic. creating. It's magic. Yeah. And I want to put my stamp on it too. Yeah, I feel that 100%. And he saw Dew, like looking so sexy. And he was like, I can do that. If Doo can do it, why I not can.
0: me? I um, can. How was the rest of your weekend? What did you do?
1: My weekend was really low key. I was mostly home, chilling, just like watching stuff and reading mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I will share the current journey that I'm on. You know, it's definitely not pop culture related whatsoever. Um, but I've I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from some of our listeners who are interested in historical factoids. Mm-hmm. So I'll be sharing that as well.
0: How right now your, or no?
1: Um no I'll wait till a little content section. Okay. How was your weekend?
0: It was good. It was actually very balanced. Like Friday night I spent in, I read a book, it was delightful. And then Saturday night, you know, raged till the break of dawn, 6 a.m. Like spent the whole day recovering yesterday. Now I'm definitely feeling better, and I'm also feeling like I'm going to turn a new leaf, I think. What will this leaf entail? I don't know. I just think, like, I can't explain it. Like, it's the time between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which is, like, an important time. Mm -hmm. And I think you're really supposed to use it to reflect on where you're at in your life. And Bruno, I'm trying to say something we deep. We have a problem. He sees my scrunchie and he wants hey, it. Hey, Bruno, but I, but I'm in I, the middle, in the middle of a... I
1: can't take my scrunchie out because my hair's not done. So Bruno, I'm in the middle Bru- of a
0: monologue, Bruno, Bru- about self-worth. Maybe you should just sit down and listen. Listen to your auntie. Whatever. I'm just feeling like I'm going to use this time until Thursday. I cannot believe Yom Kippur is on Thursday. Like, you can't even commiserate with me. That's like half the fun, you know? I know.
1: I'm actually quite looking forward to Yom Kippur because it's like I get all of the the benefits. benefits of repenting for my sins, like turning off my phone, really, Day off being, from work. really being present in like what I want out of this year and like what I want to do differently while also having a snack.
0: That's so nice for you. Um, I'm not really looking forward to it, but I am looking forward to this journey. I think I'm going to spend the next few days really just thinking about, you know, who am I? That's a what, great question. What am I doing with my life, you know? hmm and that's what I'm going to be doing for the next few days. And it's going to be a dark few days because, you know, before so, the dawn, it's always darkest, darkest before the dawn. So
1: you're turning over a new leaf for the next few days. No, no, but then, no, no. And then And then do you think that will inspire you to, like, plant a new tree or you're going to turn the leaf back?
0: No, I think that I'm going to turn the leaf in these next few days in the sense of, like, really taking a look inward. Okay. And depending on what I see, I will have to enact the changes necessary, but I'm not sure what I see yet.
1: Okay, I think that that's exactly what these days are meant for.
0: Right, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm I mean, just...
1: if it's not too personal, I would love to hear what you see in there. I'll let you
0: know, I'm, I'm having a hard time, like, looking at myself, because, you know, I think I'm so great, and there's, like, nothing wrong with me. Yeah. But I do think that there's some areas I could grow in. I feel like I've definitely gotten better in the whole lush and Hara department, which is, like, gossip and speaking ill of people. I mean, technically, it's what I do for a living, so it's hard not to. But I just mean, in like, my personal life. I'm really not, like, a shit talker okay so that's one thing mm-hmm. I think another thing I think I think I'm a great friend and sister but I do think you know I'm somewhat self-involved just a little like when people talk to me not you obviously it's like obsessed but when like <laughs> other people like talk to me about like what's going on in their lives like I really don't care yeah and I think like that's super rude but don't like, you
1: think that's on them for being boring
0: Thank you. 100%. 100%. But, like, no, that's, like, not what being a good friend is. And, like, I'm always just, like, steamrolling over people just so I can, like, say, like, for me, a conversation is, like, waiting for you to be done so, like, I could share my interesting life, you know? Like, I went to Paris Hilton's engagement party on Saturday. Like, why am I listening to you? You know? (laughs) But that's not fair and that's not what friendship is. So I'm just really going to work on that. Unless you were friends with only people who went to Paris
1: Hilton's engagement party.
0: But, like, that's not the life I want, you know? Okay. Good to know. So, I don't know, I'm just going to work on being a good friend and a good sister and a good person, you know? Like, yeah. you know, I should volunteer more, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know, so much going on, and COVID, like, I know, it's hard, but... Um, so, there's just a few things I'm thinking about. I've really only started this self-journey discovery, like, yesterday, I so I need like, some time. Yeah, and
1: when you said, like, you don't really know, like, where to start on looking inward, I feel like there might be some pamphlets or, like, questionnaires online that would help you... That Identify. are, like meant to help you self-think. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I also Look feel for like, some
1: resources.
0: I think a good resource is, like, just going up to the important people in my life and, like, asking what's annoying about me.
1: Um, I mean, that's also
0: a hurtful way of going about it, but I do think, like, probably effective.
1: Yeah, you could do it. I don't think it will end well for you.
0: Do you have something you want to say?
1: Well, if you really, like, if you wanted to know, like, like everything that there is to know, but you don't, I don't want to know everything. Do you know something? No, no. Is like,
0: everyone talking about me behind my back?
1: No, no. But like, you know, everybody has their thing about them. Yeah, what's well, fine? We could talk about it later. <laughs> oh
0: my God, I have a pet. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, whatever. Like I was just really, and I think, you know, you don't have to be Jewish to use this time. It's a special time. It really is. Look it inward. Is. Think.
1: Observe. Reflect.
0: Heal. Repent. Heal. mm mm-hmm. um, But before I heal, like, can I just gossip about what I did this weekend?
1: Yeah, of course.
0: So on Saturday. But, but by the
1: way, why can't a good person, like, talk about their weekend?
0: I know. It's not really gossip. It's just, like, an exchanging of information. Especially if it's about yourself, what you did. And honestly, I just want to say, like, I don't really subscribe to the notion that You gossiping makes you a bad person because no, it depends. Because you told me about a gossip this weekend. I did. Sounded like a bad person. It was okay. There's a difference between an exchange of information and like what the thing I told you about. It's all
1: about the intent, nefarious intentions.
0: Yes, that's it. If you're like mindlessly gossiping, just like about mindlessness. I heard
1: this person like just sharing, you know, update. Like I heard
0: they're separated. Like they are separated. So I'm not making shit up. Updates. Updates.
1: And what is your reason for letting the person know that they're separated? Is it nefarious?
0: That's a good... It usually is. I don't know. Seems harmless. Okay. Um, no, I just had a great time. I went to Paris' engagement party on Saturday and I really like, got to know the couple, you know? And it totally didn't phase me up until that moment was Paris found a businessman beau. He's actually the definition of a businessman beau. Um... And I just think that, like, this is OTP for Paris. Like, it's over. Like, it's over.
1: It usually is when you've found a businessman, Beau.
0: And it just, it didn't even occur to me, like, why I thought they were so cute until, like, you know, he, his, um, like, best friend spoke and they worked together at Goldman. I'm like, oh, we used to work at Goldman. And I'm like, this is smelling like a businessman, Beau, situation. Mm. And that's exactly what it was. And it was so fun. And Kathy was there. And most importantly, I don't even know if I told you this, but... Chris Jenner and Corey Gamble were there. You told me that, and you would think I would be like flustered and flabbergasted in the pres- presence of Chris Jenner, like not at all. You felt at ease. My knees went weak at the sign of Corey Gamble, <laughs> and he hugged the person next to me, and like we brushed shoulders. And I swear to God, like I almost fainted. Like I'm, I'm really not the kind to get starstruck, but Corey Gamble, like, has has your heart, has my heart, and just seeing this power couple and like being in the presence of them. It was everything of the sort. Chris is so fucking cool and stunning and gorgeous. Amy Schumer was there too, which I thought was so random. And it was just so lovely to celebrate love and celebrities. Mm, My two favorite things.
1: Your two favorite things. Speaking of two things, do you know that your earrings are
0: different? You're lying.
1: Or maybe they're a match. Maybe the ombre
0: ones. Hold on. Oh,
1: But then the other one starts with pink and ends with blue. Let me see. So I think they go together, but it looks like two. Okay,
0: gaslighter. My earrings are exactly the yeah. same stuff. That's not gaslighting. Yes, it's it me, is. Like being confused and asking a question. No, you're like you're gonna literally tell me that my. I think gaslighting are, is my earrings of- are different until I believe it.
1: Oh please. Gaslighting is one of the most overused words, but it's also such an effective word I know. when it's true. So please don't abuse the term. No,
0: Ben Soffer literally figured out what gaslighting is like two months ago, and now like if I make a joke, I'm gaslighting he's, him. Like he's so annoying. No, but
1: also yeah, and then he realized like his life is being lit with gas.
0: <laughs> literally, no, like i whoever told Ben about gaslighting, like, is so annoying and is my enemy. <laughs> no, there's this phrase on TikTok: gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. So that's really like about MLM culture okay and people oh by the way have you heard about this lula Roo?
1: okay so i saw someone posted about it and like that there's an amazon show about lula and i was like i have no idea who that is i have
0: to watch it like and
1: then i saw it on my tv so i just clicked it just to see what it was and apparently lula is not a person but a mlm
0: it's an mlm started by this like turnt couple who like brainwashed women into like selling their own breast milk to afford their ugly printed leggings like And the the whole... It's such a crazy story, but, like, made crazier by the fact, like, you see these clothes, like, you will die. Like, they're so fucking heinous and ugly and atrocious. And, like, the fact that, like, this billion-dollar company... And this huge like global scam was started off some of the ugliest clothes you've ever seen in your life.
1: Maybe I will watch it because I really don't, I can't wrap my head around MLMs and I don't really have a strong opinion
0: yeah. about
1: them because I just don't understand it fully.
0: Right. Because I think like when you first like take a look at a situation about an MLM, well, it's like, well, if you don't like the company, don't work for right, them. Like no one, I'm not selling right in Right. Right. But I think there is like an emotional element to MLMs and like pyramid scheme companies that literally prey on. Like the vulnerable in a cult-like way, Interesting. so it's like super unethical, which is why, like at face value, it's like okay, it's like a weird thing, but like so you don't like it, don't sell eyelash serum. <laughs> like it's like yeah, but these companies are built to like keep vulnerable people working for them, and like you have to recruit more girl. Like it's fucking crazy. Like so I don't know because I'm not really like into MLM culture, but that's why it's like so toxic and unethical, and I okay. do want to watch the Rue. but. If you do
1: join like is it just the like toxicity that's bad about it, or is it also like a Ponzi scheme? It's like a scheme vibes. Okay, so like or if you do like sometimes with
0: those MLMs, like
1: there are the women who like got a car. Or, yeah, like, yeah.
0: Okay, but so the thing is like with the car, the car is like a perfect <laughs> example. And so I've like fallen on MLM side of TikTok. Okay. So the car is like actually like fucks you over because like you get it for free but like you have to maintain all the payments and like the insurance for a car that you really can't afford that's why someone gave it to you for free yeah and like, the car can like literally put people in debt
1: okay yeah okay but like i once watched an episode of american greed about a, uh, an mlm company and not only were they like just preying on vulnerable people but there was no there was nothing there. okay
0: so that's a scheme but like multi-level marketing companies are like, fucked up fundamentally because you are required, like, you are an employee of a company and you are required to spend, like, $10,000 to buy the product that you then sell to other people and try and, like, recruit your friends to. Yeah. So, like, why do I need to spend $10,000 to get a job? Yeah, but... I mean,
1: it just Mary Kay Cosmetics is an MLM. Yes, but I think it's, like, one of the most, like... Dignified. I mean, it's very, like, respected, and it's a company. I think, yeah. So... No, you're what right. What are they doing that the others aren't doing? What makes... I, That's why, a good question. This is why I need to
0: watch a documentary. That's a good question. I have no fucking idea.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. I'm so not down the MLM rabbit hole, and I worry if I take it's a... a
0: it's a major responsibility to take on. I
1: worry if I take a step in, and then I'm into, like, MLM... Then, you know, just, there's so much content there. So much. You know? And it's just it's a lot.
0: No, but this, like, this documentary is making a lot of waves. So, I think I, is it a TV show or a documentary? Documentary. I'm going to watch it. Okay, cool. And, like, Lula Rue. You know, I just can't stop saying it.
1: I didn't know what it was. Me but neither. the show was called Lula Rich. It's
0: a good name. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's what I did this weekend. Think about MLMs. And, yeah. Very fun. Well,
1: this weekend was... This weekend. And then last night, literally, it was spent watching, like, four hours of television.
0: Real Housewives of Potomac, of course. But then we also, like... It really crept up on me, the season premiere <gasps> okay. of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I have to be honest.
1: I was like, ugh, another thing on my plate for tonight. I just wanted to go back to watching my Rick Burns documentary. But then it started, and
0: I was enchanted. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City editing is so unique and different than any other Housewives franchise. Like, the music, the scenery, the Latter-day Saints, like it's really gorgeous like I it usually takes
1: a few episodes to get into a show I mean the way that they started last night's episode just hooked me in because you know what it really is so crazy and sad but like I really do get fatigued by these national news stories that like play out for so long before we even get to the footage yeah and so I was like I was already over the season before it started yeah they railed me back in like no, a fish.
0: No, 100%. This was them. And even beyond the Jen Shaw stuff, there's other things and going on me. in the show. <laughs> there's other things going on in the show that I, like, care about just as much, you know? Like, yeah. It's so good. We'll get into the recap of that, Salt Lake City. Um, we're going to break down the VMAs. Today's the first Monday in May. You know what? I don't feel like I've it's ever... It's the first... It's the second oh. Monday in September. <laughs> Wait what
1: yeah the Met Gala is always the first Monday in May you're right yeah but then we missed a year and a half worth of Met Gala and then they moved it to September I guess to coincide with Fashion Week and now it's just on a random Monday in
0: September oh yeah it's certainly not the first Monday in May thank you so much for bringing that up I really appreciate it um, I think a
1: lot of people will be confused tonight when they see the Met Gala and they'll be like is it May it's
0: unseasonably chilly for May <laughs> okay so it's the faux Monday in May yeah but I don't feel like I've ever remember having this much anticipation for like who's going. Like, I just like I usually like don't even care. But I'm just, I guess it's because so many celebrities are in town for Fashion Week and for the VMAs. So now it's like who's gonna stay overnight, one more night.
1: Yeah, well, not to because make like they're gonna wait, but like because they were invited. Like everyone right, right now it looks like every celebrity who's in New York is going to the Met Gala. That's and we're about to separate.
0: The boys from the men.
1: The wheat from the chafe.
0: Dumois posted last night that both Justin Bieber and Kylie Jenner fled town and, like, dropped out of the Met Gala, which is so crazy because, honestly, like, if Kylie's not there, like, I literally couldn't care less. No,
1: the ball just went down from, like, and I would say even this year it's at a seven because apparently it's, like, super loser Like, there's a lot of, like, loser things happening. Mm-hmm. So I would say it was a seven, and now Kylie's not there. It's a five.
0: Well, here's the thing. If Addison Ray goes... <gasps> It goes back up to a seven. Like I, well, Addison
1: Rae is
0: going for sure. Well, so well,
1: she said she said i watch what happens. I did oh, you did watch? She? No, I watched. Oh my god, star you guys, star alert! It was crazy. She was just the cutest thing. Um, except like Andy would only ask her questions about Courtney Kardashian. And It was like this girl is so much so much more, more, than, more than, that. than that. They had a whole segment about like, what does Courtney do? Oh, like that's
0: so lame. Different
1: titles, same. Concept. I have to
0: say, like, Edson is so interesting. And, like, her being friends with Courtney is, like, the least interesting thing about her. There's so much more to know about And, like, towards the end Addison. of the
1: question, she was like, these aren't my questions to answer. It was They asked her, like, what does she think about Scott's message to Eunice? And she was like...
0: That's hella inappropriate. So
1: inappropriate. Okay, anyways, but she just, like, radiated off the screen. Like, it was... Stunning. As she should. He asked if she was going to the gala. And she said that she could not say. And they were like, why? And she's like, I'm just following everyone else's lead everyone else who's going to the Metcalfe. Oh, she's
0: for sure going. Okay, that's amazing. I've heard that Emma Chamberlain is going too, which is not really surprising because she's like the face of Louis Vuitton digital.
1: Yeah, and did she not go in the past? Like that year? I believe she
0: went once. That year that James Charles went. That was weird.
1: Emma probably went.
0: Yep. Honestly, no. Okay, but like... Let me think. Hold on. Let me just Google a picture. I don't think she's ever been.
1: Okay, but she should be there. That's not like Yeah, no, That
0: like when I saw like Dumois posted that she might be going. Oh, yeah. She's been once. no. No, she has an iTunes Yeah, no,
1: she's such a fashion girly, and, like, I'm sure she'll be at the YouTube table.
0: Well, it's not tables by job. It's tables by designer.
1: It's tables by brands.
0: Designer, yeah.
1: YouTube is a brand.
0: Oh, you think YouTube's... No, she's going to be at the Louis Vuitton table.
1: Uh, You think? Yeah,
0: 100%, like her and Sophie Turner.
1: Oh, my God, and someone else was just in a Louis Vuitton ad. I swear it was Charlie D'Amelio.
0: No. Yeah.
1: You're lying. Like, I'm pretty sure. Hold on, let me just look it up. I
0: saw. Also, Anya Taylor Joy is definitely going. Of course. She is fashion, she is elegance, she is the moment.
1: Do you think Megan Kelly are going?
0: Yes. And I actually think for the first time, Kourtney Kardashian is going to be invited to the Met Gala. She's in town. I don't think she would have just come to town for the VMAs. And like, she has had a year. Like, I'm sorry, like, she is the most interesting to look at currently. So I actually think she might get invited. Unfortunately, Chloe, it's still going to be a no from Anna Wintour. Um, and I don't think Chloe like will ever get invited to the Met Gala if she keeps doing you know sponsor posts for Shein. But Louis Vuitton, Emma,
1: and Charlie together. Oh my god! So like, like a whole
0: campaign. Is there an age limit? I mean, age minimum no at the Met Gala like no. you want to be 21 to attend no okay because like Charlie's in town the D'Amelios went to the VMAs last night Dixie and Charlie looked so fucking cute they did we're gonna talk about VMA the style I mean I didn't watch
1: the show so I'm just we're gonna talk about the things that you saw on the internet not from watching the show so
0: oh my god Charlie definitely is going and honestly like Dixie could go too yeah she could I mean I actually don't
1: think Courtney and Travis will be there
0: I kind of do we- do you think Megan is gonna be
1: there it's either all or nothing, because they're really the same. You know, they also went, like, to dinner, the four of them, after the VMAs last night. Do you no, they're happen so to see good. what restaurant it was? I couldn't figure it out.
0: No, but you want me to find out? Dumont definitely has it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we could do it later. Um,
0: Why, well, did the food look good?
1: No, I just, like, I like to know where, you know. Where the peeps are going. Yeah, exactly. But do I think the four, the core four, will be there?
0: This is the thing. Like, do, you, do they want it to be, like, an event full of relevant people? Then they should be invited, but like they're very but the weird.
1: invitations. Like went out but, a while ago,
0: but maybe she keeps adding people. But you definitely to, shift. You have to
1: get if like, your dress is like so far in advance. But wait, no. But
0: if if invitations went out like for the original Met Gala like a year and a half ago, like Addison would have never been on the list. So like things can no, change. Um, I think that she would have, but.
1: Courtney wouldn't have.
0: No, but like things and change. Like,
1: does Travis has Travis ever been like? Why, no, like so separately they're not good enough, but together they might uh, be. They might be for me. They are. Yeah, me for too. Anna,
0: does it work like that for Anna?
1: I don't know. I always, what designers are they friendly with? Maybe that's they'll
0: the go thing. With Dolce. That's a good call. That's the thing. It's not even about like how famous you are. It's like relationships with the designers. But to me, like one of my the most interesting, you know, dynamics in all of pop culture is the fact that like. There is this family of like seven famous women, and two of them have never been. Kylie and Kendall go, Chris goes, Kim goes, Courtney and. Chloe never get invited and they never talk about it like I would just love to know does it bother Chloe does she want to go like I, I mean, want to know I think
1: that if Courtney goes it will bother Chloe of like, course just to be the only one
0: and also like when you think about the success of the show and the girls like it's so much of it has to do with Chloe like she put that show on her back for years like in the beginning she was everyone's favorite like and just for them to be at this level now and like she's just getting left behind like I think about it all the time
1: I just feel like so the way that it goes is like brands buy tables they invite celebrities that they want mm-hmm to dress or sit with and then Anna has to approve the celebrities that they invited yes I think the Kardashians should buy a table right like skims or like even if Hulu bought a table for them but I
0: think I don't know that brands other than fashion designers can buy tables
1: I'm pretty sure like YouTube buys a table that's why our James Charles was there
0: no James Charles was with Alexander Wang huh I'm pretty sure it's, like, only designers. Like, to keep intact the integrity of... So it doesn't become this, like, commercial event where, like, people are, like, putting up billboards, like... Okay, so games. should buy a table. Right, Good American could. I, I'm sure you have to get approved to buy a table. And, like, Anna would never approve a Good American. No, but at a
1: certain point, like, it's about... It's money. a fundraiser. And so
0: if you want to outbid a table, like, are you trying to raise money or are you not? Do you think Taylor's going? She's, like, always, you know, on the... She's a committee. Her, Harry Styles, and Rihanna, like, run the Met Gala, like, with Anna,
1: I don't know what she's up to, so you would know better than me.
0: Oh, and honestly, I don't feel like she will ever go to an event that Kim Kardashian's at, now that I think about it. Yeah, and you think Kanye's going? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. He's but, probably not. But now that I think about it, like, Taylor's definitely not going.
1: That's so crazy. I know. Um,
0: like, well, honestly, like, when will, when will Taylor ever go to the Met Gala again? Because Kim is always going to be there. No, and
1: now it's like overrun with Kardashians. Like they it's t- take over. That's what literally. all the like insider articles say. After that, it was just like a Kardashian
0: affair. Honestly, they should put like a, a Kardashian on the gala committee because so that Chloe can come. No, not not only that because like they really are the epicenter of pop culture. Like they're friends with everyone. They bring everyone together. They make the most iconic moments on social media. I like, was
1: actually just thinking that because I was looking at who's the one for this year, and I was like, it should be a Kardashian soon. It
0: really should. It but should they be only- Kim.
1: And it could be Chloe. It could be Kylie.
0: It could be Chloe. <laughs> yeah, it could it be could Ki- except that like, Kim Kendall. is so... Oh, Kendall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kim is so involved. She's so fashion-y. Like, yeah. She, so is Kendall. Yeah, but Kendall is like as work, not as pleasure, if that makes sense. I,
1: I understand what you're saying.
0: Whatever. All, all to say, bringing me back to my original thought is I'm so excited to see who shows up. Like, really, truly. I am too. I forget what the theme is. Um, it's American. It's just American? It's like America, colon, you know, something. So, like, if somebody starts showing up in, like, stars and motherfucking stripes. You know Moschino will do that. Yeah, like, something really tacky. (laughs) Like, that's what I want. (laughs) Casey Musgraves is definitely going. She was in town for the VMAs, and she looked, I'm sorry, atrocious last night. So, hopefully, and I was wondering who she was wearing, but I couldn't find it, because I feel like whoever she was wearing is, like, who she's here with, you know?
1: Maybe. Moschino
0: was last year. I feel like it would probably be the same, and that outfit was, like, kind of Moschino.
1: I feel like she I feel like I saw the designer that she was wearing and it was a Moschino oh but I forget um I feel like she'll go with Moschino
0: again me too she looked amazing last year as Barbie yeah
1: like three years ago but yeah
0: oh my god yeah yeah
1: no it's actually it's exciting to like have something to look forward to and I really am excited to see the fashions
0: because we haven't seen like fashion inspo in years I know and the Met Gala is so weird because it's like such a talked about event but it's not televised. So like.
1: There's an e-red carpet. There's an e-red
0: carpet, but there's no, like, event. After- I mean,
1: I'm good with just pictures, honestly. <laughs> me too, like,
0: 100%. I get to, like,
1: sit in my bed, watch something else, and just scroll. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Literally. I don't have to watch, like, them try and make conversation on the red carpet.
0: No, e's pre-show to the pre-show before the show.
1: Predicting what the stars will
0: wear. Yeah, Soda. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, so I just can't fucking wait. So, same, yeah, that will be exciting to, to discuss, and yes, this weekend definitely felt like a lead-up, too, so we'll see what happens I know. in here.
0: Um, but I'm ready to dive in, if you are, I feel like we've...
1: I'm ready to dive in as well, because our first story is just a continuation of what we've been speaking about, so without further ado, here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast.
0: And today's episode is brought to you by Curology. Curology customizes a prescription formula with three active ingredients picked for you to help tackle your skincare needs, whether that may be maybe trying to take control of acne or if acne is no longer your top skin concern fine lines Dark spots, occasional breakouts, or clogged pores. You start by answering questions online about your skin, and if it's a good fit, then Curology will match you with a licensed dermatology provider who will get to know your skin, and subject to consultation, you'll get a customized prescription cream to be shipped straight to your door to address your acne. Fine lines, dark spots, and more. Honestly, the concept of Curology is so smart. It's like, we all have different skin. Like, why are we using the same products? Mm -hmm. Their quiz is, like, super in-depth. You actually take pictures of your face, like, the middle, the right side, the left side, and you ask... They ask a ton of questions, you answer a ton of stuff about your skin, and it really feels like what you get in the mail is tailor-made for you, because it is, and I just love the idea that, like, no one has the same one as me, because, like, no one has my skin.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you can start your Curology journey just like we did with a free 30-day trial at Curology.com slash toast. If prescribed, just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y dot com slash toast to unlock your free 30-day trial. Cancel any time. Go get that glow.
1: Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Our first story is a bit of VMA's red carpet news recap. Travis and Courtney, Megan and MGK, and more celebrity couples hit the red carpet. And we'll also talk
0: about some of our favorite looks. I mean, by far, my best dress was Camila Cabello. And I don't know if that's because she's always flopping on the red carpet that, like, my shock is in overdrive. Mm -hmm. But she just looked glorious finally like she's literally one of the prettiest girls ever and she's just like always not doing it like at all
1: yeah I feel you don't you um, go
0: to the Met Gala, her and Sean yes yeah me too
1: yes for sure and he is probably one of my worst dressed
0: me too oh my god like the pants that were not hemmed the like saggy I don't know it's just it's giving very much like divorcee on her porch in Nantucket like yeah you know on a chilly night
1: yeah I agree um, I looked at a lot of the pictures like nothing really stands out to me I thought Charlie and Dixie looked really cute and I thought that they looked cute together, together because and also it just like harks back to the show where it's like Charlie's pink and Dixie's like
0: more Black, edgy yeah
1: and I think it was like very on brand for them
0: I completely agree I thought they looked amazing nobody like stood out completely as like drop dead or terrible um except honestly like on one of my worst dress is Casey Musgraves which is so upsetting and by <laughs> the way she was
1: wearing Valentino
0: it's it's not gonna work for me. Okay. Um. The headpiece was really just like too campy to the point where it's just plain ugly. Mm-hmm. Like the dress was cute, the gloves were cute, but like all together, it wasn't a look. I actually
1: love the dress on its own. That's like a dress that I would wear. Yes, but, like it is. no gloves, no hat, just like I love
0: the cut of it. No, and even with the gloves, it was cute and like different. But the hat just was like it's just.
1: Yeah, but you know what? Like at least if she's gonna flop, let it be last night.
0: No, of course, like but she's really like constantly slaying her looks like it was just yeah. so unlike her to I almost didn't recognize her because I'm like this is an ugly outfit why don't I recognize the person wearing it because the person wearing it always looks like a 10 out of 10.
1: Yeah I I agree with that.
0: But overall like it wasn't like a show stopping red carpet I by any means. I think the only
1: person people who stopped the show were like Megan Kelly because her look was so
0: sickening. I mean but also people were freaking out because it looked so similar to Kim's most recent Mac Gala look where her hair was wet and she wore like that really tight Terry Mugler everyone was like that's what everyone was saying on social media that like she looked so much like her when I didn't really think it like at first like I didn't reference that moment at all but then everyone was saying it so I was like I guess like technically yeah
1: I didn't reference that moment at all but like okay so Who cares? It was she was inspired no Kim's a fashion perhaps. icon like
0: we should all be following in her footsteps yeah
1: that's fine by me and
0: by the way so she followed a Kim Kardashian makeup tutorial and this is how it turned out like we should all be thanking Kim like Literally, Megan looked unbelievably gorgeous and stunning.
1: Right. And we got a sweet moment. Also, another viral moment was just, like, MGK getting into a fight with Conor McGregor.
0: Yeah, that was very bizarre. Conor McGregor, someone got it on camera. Like, basically, they just, like, started. He just started throwing hands, like, threw a drink, and Megan was caught in the middle. Like, what the fuck is going on? It was so bizarre. I don't know what their beef is, but, like, you know, when I heard that these two people were beefing, like, I wasn't really surprised.
1: Yeah. That was just random.
0: Very random. And... Like who cares?
1: Yeah, so I didn't see any of the performances. Neither did you. Like, I saw
0: Olivia Rodrigo. Like she was excellent. What did she sing? Um, good for you. Yeah, all of her songs sound the same. And Kim Petras sang a song that I didn't know. But like we stand, Kim Petras, and Kim Petras is definitely going to the Met Gala. Okay, cool. I mean, that's what to said.
1: Oh, that, stop! <laughs> you can't tell me like just tell me when it's your prediction versus oh I know known what? okay factoid. So
0: um. Kim Petras, Addison Rae, Emma Chamberlain, we're all from Chimawa, like I can't, but I just was thinking Camilla and Sean, like well, for sure. they,
1: they go separately, so they would go together.
0: Yeah. Sean went No, they're going to be like sickening together.
1: Yeah. No, it's going to be great. I'm see, I'm excited for like the fashion and you know what, VMA fashion like I do feel like everyone's trying to like have the mo- like and just like it's definitely you don't wear, you know, your little LBD.
0: Your Sunday best. So, it's outrageous, and yeah. that's what we got that's true it's like very like costumey almost everyone like shows up in a costume yeah but
1: then you also look back on the pictures like from 10 years ago and it's like those are such vma moments
0: like the rose mcgowan moment where she's like naked under that like chainmail dress
1: yeah or just like britney and justin like wearing all denim like so the vma fashion is meant to be a little silly crazy yeah it's true yeah Next up, some happy couple news. Britney Spears and Sam Ashgari are engaged. Oh my God, yes. She says, I can't believe it. The couple announced their engagement on Sunday. They first met in 2016.
0: This is amazing news because remember when she gave her speech at her conservatorship hearing and she was literally like, I want to drive in the car with my boyfriend. Like, I want to get married and have kids. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And like, those were things that seemed to her like not in the realm of possibility. And now here she is like engaged and she's being like so choogy about it. I love it. Like honestly like with the inspirational quotes and like like this picture yeah yeah yeah. she's with like her middle fingers she's so choogy it's like so cute how like excited she is
1: no I agree and I said last week that I was gonna be suspicious about like Jamie stepping down from the conservatorship until we saw like Britney doing the things that she said that she couldn't do and that she wanted to do and like this is one of those things and so now I'm like You guys, it's it's all happening.
0: No, this is an amazing sign for what's to come. Like, I don't want to get too excited, but, like, this is
1: huge. Yeah, it's just, this looks like freedom. It smells like freedom. And it tastes like
0: freedom. I think it's freedom. freedom. No, it's amazing. So happy for Brittany Ashgari. Like, how cute. And literally just, like... I came to the realization that Britney was chuggy like two days ago and it's like the funniest thing ever because she really is. Like her quotes, her dance saying like chugalicious. Oh, beyond. Beyond. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, they should link her Instagram to the Urban Dictionary like definition of chuggy.
1: Yeah, but then it's like she's so chuggy. It's
0: like chugier than the chugs. No, honestly, she's so chuggy that it's now borderline ironic. You know, it's like not even chuggy how (laughs) chuggy she is, you know? (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Because chuginess
1: is like a subtle nod.
0: It's also like a state of mind.
1: Totally. Just like Bruno. Do you think Bruno's knows Chuggy? No, because his mom is just not.
0: No, his mom is so original and like...
1: Nerve, styling. talent. Charisma, and
0: charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent.
1: Yes, that's what he says about mom. Yes. Are you ready for our next story? It's a little more happy couple news. And I mean, it's not really news other than just like Ben and Jen have made their romance official, red carpet official in, in Venice. Okay. Venice. I saw your oh. story... It's a Venice Film Festival. Oh,
0: I just, like, forget that there are other film festivals outside of Cannes. No. It's, like, irrelevant. Agreed. Toronto <laughs> Film Festival? Like, no. Agreed. Um, okay. Gorgeous. Like, first of all, he, like, looks so messy sometimes, but, like, he got a haircut. He shaved his face. Like, he looked amazing. She looked heavenly. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. So if they're in Venice, they have to be going to the Mac Allen, I
1: don't know why I feel like they're not.
0: I know because they're so busy. They're in another country. But like JLo is the moment. Like,
1: No, she was at the VMAs last night. Oh, she was? Yeah, but Ben wasn't there. Okay, because like honestly, he's, he's, rest, he's, he's too good too, for the
0: VMAs. I'm sorry. He's too old. <laughs> totally. Maybe he's they're definitely up going for tomorrow. Oh my God, she's here. Okay. If, by the way, that will be like a huge thing. Honestly, they should have like waited to make their debut. Because like, okay, I know it's probably a big deal, but like Venice Film Festival is like so mad. No, but
1: you know what? I think that actually this is more iconic because like, the looks here like he's wearing just like a bow tie and a suit and she's wearing a stunning white dress the Met Gala you're like in a costume yeah. I think they have to wear face masks throughout too no. so like I don't want to I don't want that to be on the debut. carpet though they have to wear that's I read in page six like all of the things that are happening for this year's Met Gala and masks that match the outfits are one of those but things. definitely
0: not for the red carpet there's no one around you when you're on the red carpet oh my god that would suck right okay so you're right I'm glad we got our moment with Ben and Jen and she got to like wear just like the most beautiful dress oh my god she doesn't have to be like fashion high-end like her body looks so gorgeous and like Mm -hmm. curvy and like she just is the moment like I keep saying that but she is and I thought those pictures and videos of them from the red carpet were adorable except so I read this book you know I told you fix her up Yes, I watched your story, but so share
1: your theory with the class.
0: Okay, so in this book, like Georgie, these two characters, like you know, enter into a fake relationship. Like they both have their own reasons. Like he wants to clear up his reputation. She wants people to take her more seriously. Like it's moronic, and of course they fall in love in the end. Um, but then, like I was watching these videos of Ben and Jen, and I'm like, this is like too perfect. It's almost like rehearsed. How stunning these photos are—the kissing of the head. Like it's it's gorgeous, but it's too much. And then I'm like, maybe Ben and Jen in- entered into a agreement a la travis and georgie from the book Mm -hmm. and they're both looking to get things out of their arrangement like of course what does j-lo get out of this like no one's talking about a-rod anymore a-rod's the biggest loser of all time she won in every possible way like people are obsessed like the memorabilia of it all the the like flashbacks to the 90s like nostalgia you mean thank you (laughs) that's the word i was looking for. You're welcome. Assaulted. Keep going. Keep going. Like JLo's Bring just getting just, J-Lo's just getting like every possible thing out of this. JLo's on top of the world. I think JLo is a bigger star now than she's ever been. Like literally because she smashed a Rod into the ground, and now Ben, like, what does he get? Like, he literally went through like the roughest couple years, like with the whole you know divorce thing, and then the nanny and the SNL writer. Like, he just had the worst reputation. The tattoo. The tattoo. All we saw like were like bad pictures of him. Like picking up Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Like, he was just, like, a mess. And so now he's dating literally the most beautiful woman in the world. He's back on top. Like, he's back at Venice Film Festival. Like, when was the last time Ben Affleck got out of bed before j Like, I'm telling you, never. Not that I'm anyone to judge. But, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I just think that, like, we are now in a place where the two A-listers who've, like, you know, ebbed and flowed in their fame are, like, at the actual height of... Of their famousness, like I don't think J Lo's ever been more popular, and I don't think Ben Affleck, actually maybe like the Goodwill Hunting days, but you know what I mean. I don't think he's ever been more cemented into Hollywood A list royalty than he is right now. Like him and J Lo. Got
1: it. So perhaps I'm gonna say it's a possibility. But I want to believe in their love. Don't you think? Like the book, I'm sure ended up that you know you just like every great Hallmark movie.
0: No, by the way, you got to get together for
1: the holidays because so your parents don't ask you questions. Holidays.
0: Yeah. And then you fall in love. No, this ruse will ultimately end up in the greatest love story of our time. And I think they're already in the love phase. I think, so I, this is how I think it's playing out in the book version. Ben is falling hard. Because okay. like, how can you not fall for J-Lo? And J-Lo's like really just trying to not give into her feelings. Like she is focused on the plan. Like there's so many benefits. Like this will not work out if so they start to fall. in benefits. This will not work out if they start to fall for each other. And Like she's the one not really like giving in. But then like he'll make an emotional like monologue about how, like, they're meant to be and how, like, they were meant to be in this fake relationship and, like, after all this time has passed, like, it's, like, no time has passed at all and then J-Lo will give in and they'll live happily ever after.
1: Okay, so you don't think she's they've fallen into each other yet? That they've... No, I think
0: Ben is... That they've let all their walls down. No, Ben is head over heels and, like, J-Lo's trying hard not to... She's in. been burned. She's been burned, and she's seen the success of the arrangement. Like, right. if it gets complicated with feelings and sex, like, it won't work.
1: Right, but the heart wants what it wants.
0: And the heart wants Ben from Jen for sure.
1: And then they live happily ever after. Mm hmm. Okay. I will Just neither like I. I think anything's possible, you know. I when at first thought you, these two were entering into business together. So what yeah. do I know? For a competitive male skincare
0: line <laughs> called Him Himz, are
1: you ready for our next story? It's a little more fashion news. This is such a fashiony episode for us.
0: I mean, we're so fashion.
1: Well, I guess because it's Fashion Week.
0: Yeah, no. Do you want to hear my
1: call about uh, Fashion Week this that year? That the bar has
0: never been lower for people to invite.
1: Well, that's actually probably in tandem with my call, which is that this week of Fashion Week felt like a week long's Fashions Night Out.
0: Oh my God, Fashions Night Out. I totally Like where all about these that. like brands
1: are inviting like influencers to like come and then like the people come too to like shop because everything's like shoppable and like ready to wear. Well, that's
0: like revolved. That's Revolve's, Revolves influence. influence. Yes,
1: no, but that's what it feels like. It just feels like one long Fashions Night Out where it's not like about high fashion. It's just about
0: like consumer consuming. Well, honestly, I really felt like I was watching two fashion weeks happen. Like, following people like Derek Blasberg, like, seeing, like, the actual high fashion, like, Tom Ford, um, Dior, like, all these, like, you know, Elegons brands. They
1: showed in New York? Yeah. Okay, I didn't even see that.
0: And then there was, like, the Revolve influencer, the TikTokers, like, going to, like, you know, like, other brands. Like, not, like, super, super high fashion. Yeah. But, like you know, more accessible brands. Contemporary. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, So I really felt like there were two fashion weeks going on, like, which was like kind of cool because like the Revolve one with all the TikTokers like was super accessible. Like, I think that it was... Like, I think they're selling clothes this week, you know? And then I'm sure the other ones that are like more high fashion, like, I
1: don't, I I didn't even see it, but it's like, who's buying? I
0: don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, Oh, like the Carolina, Carolina Herrera, like, there, the, you either went to Carolina Herrera or you went to. I'm Trying to think of like like the like Dundas. Sure, or like wherever the Revolve one was, you know, like, like
1: Revolve. But Revolve owns like all those brands. They're all like collabs. No, it's with Revolve. it's
0: literally so smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like you look at like the people who went to the Revolve events, and it was like a, such a diverse group of people, body, like everything, and like it was the same four people at all like the fancy shows. But there were two fashion weeks going on, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. And just the more attainable, one, the Revolve vibe one just was giving me like Fashion's Night Out vibe yeah. where it's just like about celebrating like clothes and buying shit.
0: Yeah, it was, um, that's a great call actually, Fashion's right. Night Out. TBT. For those who don't know what Fashion's Night Out was, like when we were in high school, it was... Okay, so one night a year. It was one night a year, but it only lasted like three or four years. You know, it, was it was a new
1: idea, and then it ended abruptly. And it was just this idea that... I like, guess it was not a success.
0: Every store, like and major fashion store... And it was started by
1: like, It was her Was idea, it?
0: I'm pretty sure. Okay, so like every major store in the city would stay open at night, even though they usually close at like seven. It was like during fashion week. So it was one night during fashion week that was
1: meant to be for everyone. For everyone. So like every store would stay open and like have events, activations, like come get your makeup done. They would hide like celebrities who they like hire to be. They're just like influencers. Photo but like booths. This was before influencers. Yeah. But So like they would have a celebrity to be there and then like, oh, I want to go
0: see so-and-so. Let's right. go here. And ev- anyone could go. Like you didn't need to be invited. Like you would walk into Bendel's and like walk around. You could and shop. You would shop. And it was really like a fun thing. Yeah, we went when we meant, were in high school. It was
1: meant to like boost commerce. Yeah.
0: I think it did. enough for Bendel's, but.
1: Um, but I don't think it was a success at all because it literally only lasted four years. It was fun though. Yeah. But I do think this fashion week to me like just feels like a long fashion night out. That's a really good call. Where it's just like for everyone. It's
0: more accessible. Yeah. We
1: all love fashion.
0: We all. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Are you ready for our next
0: fashion story? only if it's a story that's brought to you by Manscaped because autumn is in the air the pumpkins are in the patch and our friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your man doesn't carve his pants pumpkins when he's grooming if you know what I'm saying make sure he's keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming in their brand new fourth generation performance package ladies do we really want to cuddle up to a dude who isn't trimmed get him to take the leap into fall with Manscaped help him join the over 2 million men worldwide using Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code toast so they have a great bundle going on right now their performance package 4.0 where you can find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer and the crop preserver ball deodorant and toner plus two free gifts so honestly like if your man's is not um trimming his nose hair and his ears hair like grow up it's time this is a great gift for someone like first of all i got ben the performance package and literally it comes with absolutely everything and when he travels he just throws it all they also come with great um like cool travel cases it comes with everything cuz like boys don't know how to like shop for themselves so if you just get like one bundle and it's all they need for like the rest of their lives right. it's just really The best way to do it. Um, You could seal the deal with their Manscaped Liquid Formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. Everyone knows pumpkin spice lattes and ball deodorant go hand in hand, and it's fall, so, like, get your man some ball deodorant. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. Make sure his balls are fresh this fall with Manscaped. So if you want to show your man that you love him, take care of his balls. Yes. Thank you, Claudia.
1: It's a pleasure. Next up, Kim Kardashian West is making another bold statement with her style. The Keeping Up with the Kardashians alum turned heads on Saturday by rocking a head-to-toe leather ensemble by Balenciaga as she arrived in New York City ahead of the Met Gala. I'm sure you've all seen this look we must discuss.
0: Mm-hmm. Because honestly, like, remember when Kim was in Rome? Yeah. And her and Kanye were not together.
1: Yep, and it was the hats.
0: And she was wearing, like, slip dresses and hats, which is just, like, cute, but, like, so basic, like, L.A. influencer, like, Kim could never. Yeah. That's how we knew things were on the rocks with Kanye. Now, in this very weird fashion art moment that I personally don't understand... I've never been more sure that her and Kanye are on amazing terms.
1: Okay, but plot twist as of this morning, he unfollowed her on Instagram. (gasps) She was the only person
0: he was following. Oh my God, wait, you're lying. Mm -mm. Because I thought it was sweet that, like, even though they were getting divorced, like, he still only followed, like, the mother of his children. Like, they don't have to be together for him to, like, have respect for her.
1: You know what? I saw it. I'm just going to double check for myself. Even though it was a headline, like, it's not just you screenshot going around. But let's just go. That's
0: so. does he follow anyone now? Like, what if he followed Irina Shaking? Like, I would be so devastated.
1: Okay, wait. He follows 12 people now. Oh. And none of them are
0: are Who does he follow? Him. Like, the Gap? Fashion Nova. Really? Yes, Jules. Wait, him following Fashion Nova is actually, like, so bizarre. Yeah, maybe they're doing a collab. No, because, like... Because there was all that drama. They yeah. steal everyone's designs, like...
1: Yeah. Okay, who else? Um, just about... I don't follow anyone who he follows. Like, 018 Super Danny... Fonz bentley i mean just not kim not kim yeah not 12 kim, people who are not kim not chloe not kylie not kendall not but Chris. he never followed
0: them right and he low-key doesn't fuck with that bitch stormy so <laughs> it, it's understandable that he wouldn't follow kanye so
1: yes oh. i saw this and i'm like kanye's back the you know the family's back together but now i don't know but also he could be following people just like as you know, a marketing thing for yeah. those
0: could be his new partners of something. Also, like, like Instagram's like not an actual depiction of what's going on in the world. Right. And I'm
1: glad that he it didn't sound like he just went from following Kim to following zero. Like, unfollowed yeah. the one he's pivoting. It's like, you know, when Taylor unfollowed everyone. Right. It, you know, the and I don't think Kanye spends this much time. Oh, Kim hurt me. I'm unfollowing
0: her. You yeah, know, that's not what grown people think about. Also, people are really perplexed by the fact that like Travis got one of VMA last night and he thanked Stormy, but he didn't thank Kylie. Do you think like that's why
1: Kylie's heading back to LA? Because she's hurt. She was supposed to go with Travis.
0: Oh, my, do you think? No. No, that, I mean, I she think. She wouldn't that, cancel on the Mechella for that, but, like, I do think it was weird. She's I literally know. pregnant. like...
1: I know. I wonder. Oh, my God. I
0: totally forgot Kylie's pregnant. Like, if she did go to the Mechella, which I'm hearing that she's not from Mois, we would have gotten literally the most sickening, like, pregnancy Mechella look.
1: Mm-hmm. But at least we got some looks this week. She, yeah. She.
0: Grace she didn't does, go to the VMAs or anything. Like.
1: No, but, like, she gave us some good fashion looks. Yeah. The moms-to-be, like, we know to, to take our marching orders. Like, uh-huh. we're wearing lace
0: from top to bottom. Totally.
1: Um, And a big coat. She's about the big coat. hmm But, but
0: Lana, now I'm even more sad that we're missing, like, a Kylie moment, if we are.
1: I believe, like, I just believe that. I believe it, too. Um. Yeah, so Travis didn't thank Kylie, but that's, like, not that surprising. They're just, like, not annoying like that. I no, and guess they're
0: not, we, like, PDA at all. And I don't
1: think that, like, his VMA speech means much to her. Do you know what I mean? Like...
0: I don't know. I feel like she was watching. I think she put up, like, an Instagram story that she was. Was she? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I oh, know
0: Kim put one up because she was watching Courtney and Megan. Oh, cute. Yeah, it was cute.
1: I don't think it matters to her what he says at the VMAs.
0: Yeah, me neither. But they're just, like, not, like, a... I feel like they've walked one red carpet together and it was the one for his Netflix documentary. Yeah, with the white dress. Yeah,
1: but then I think they did one recently also.
0: I don't know. Like, I would have just really loved to see like a family moment between like all three of them. It works between
1: them. They're having a family moment. They're having a baby.
0: No, I know. Like on the red carpet, I mean. Like the three of them. Like the unborn fetus, Travis, (laughs) and Kylie.
1: And Stormy, the four of them.
0: Oh my God, Stormy should go. Yeah. Honestly, like it won't be long before Northwest is going to the Met Gala.
1: I seriously can't wait. I wonder if whatever the age limit is like the year she hits it, 9? Yeah.
0: North. She's there. there. Yeah. Totally.
1: Okay, our fifth and final story, Kate Beckinsale says she's feeling a lot better after hospitalization. I saw this. Kate Beckinsale is on the mend. On Monday, the actress gave fans an update on her health, sharing a selfie on Instagram, which shows the star lying down with an IV in her arm and a hospital bracelet on her wrist. She said, feeling a lot better. Thank you so much for your kind messages and love. The update comes after TMZ reported over the weekend that Beckinsale, who has been in Las Vegas filming her new movie, Prisoner's Daughter, was taken to the hospital for a back issue a rep for Sale did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment.
0: Yeah, I heard she like threw her back out and honestly like relatable. Yeah. I'm surprised like more people aren't throwing their backs out. Yeah, but... like aren't canceling on me or like even canceling. Maybe Kylie threw her back out. Like that's why she can't go. It's a very plausible thing where like no one can really know if you're faking it but like you are Completely like debilitated by it. I
1: think even if Kylie threw her back out, she would go because it just like unless could... she's wearing like a major headpiece that would like her back couldn't <laughs> sustain.
0: She could take the headpiece off, right? But
1: I think yeah, tell everyone you know Kylie threw her back out. That's yeah. why she's not going to no.
0: Now. And also like if you're really not looking forward to something and you want to cancel, like saying you threw your back out is the best because you don't have to show any visible signs like you don't have to have a cough or like a ruddy nose but like people who know what it's like like they won't question it. they're like oh my god like can i get you anything it's actually an amazing excuse
1: yeah but it must be really bad if she had to go to the hospital and she's
0: like on yeah. IV drip and yeah. all this what can the hospital even do for your back nothing right i don't know
1: i don't know a lot unless of- you have
0: like a herniated disc
1: i don't know a lot about backs
0: i do I'm sure that you do. I really don't. Honestly, I think in like one of my Yom Kippur resolutions, like I want to see a chiropractor, like start taking care of my back.
1: I actually, people tell me to go all the time because of my migraines, like to do like physical therapy and stuff like that. It's just like I'm busy, but.
0: No, I know. And like (laughs) part of me like really feels like chiropracticity is like a scam
1: except then i saw real housewives of salt lake city last night and do you know that you have like 12 ribs and four in the upper and he's gonna push them back into place
0: jenny's husband yeah yeah so um well that's a great transition into our tv recap which we'll be covering real housewives of potomac and real housewives of salt lake city so i think let's just get potomac out of the way i agree i'm all we haven't already kept it in
1: a few weeks i'm all caught up
0: me too and it's honestly just like fine now like Everyone, like, Giselle and Karen, like, were able to, like, have whatever sort of peace.
1: And that's on... Because of Karen. And I think when Karen apologized... It's on Karen. When no one... There was, like, a stalemate. No one's going to apologize. And, of course, Giselle can't even consider being, like, the bigger person. Because she does Never. not w- know what that means. Mm-hmm. And when Karen apologized... And it's still... Giselle still wouldn't even accept it. Because she's, like, look me in the eye. And so you think Karen... Oh is gonna, God, That was so
0: fucking rude.
1: Because she doesn't want to accept it. And so you think that Karen is gonna be like I'm not saying it again like I fucking said it but Karen grown woman that she is looks her in the eye heartfelt apology and it's just like you would have thought before that the person who apologized
0: first would be the weak one but it was actually a sign of strength no she's literally the most fucking mature bitch I know and this episode was really bothering me because like like this first it was Candace who called Ashley a wide ass Like, literally, what, she gave birth three weeks ago. She's, first of all, Wide-bodied. Wide-bodied. She looked literally better than me. Like, she looks amazing. Like, she got out of the hospital three weeks ago. Candace is so fucking nasty. Like, that's such an evil thing to say. And then, like, Giselle called Karen, like, a fat vagina or whatever. Like, what... Why is nobody calling people? Like, that's I don't know. so fucked up. I don't know. And then Candace also was like, I'm not saying you're,
1: I'm not talking about your body. I'm talking about your big face and your big forehead.
0: <laughs> I like, but she went after her forehead, too. Like What? It's so evil. Like, and I feel like that happens a lot in this group where maybe it's just, like, how they talk to one another where, like, they say evil things about each other's appearances. And then they never, that's not, like, one of the things they apologize for. That's just, like, them, like, being shady. And it's, like, I would cry. Like, I literally, if I was Ashley, I would hysterically cry. I can't. It was bothering me so much. I, like, no one was even calling out. But it out. looks like Candace gets hers next
1: week in the music
0: video. And it's like... I hate to be like, next week it looks so good. But it does look, like, literally... <laughs> like, it's going
1: to be
0: tastic. Her singing career is so fake. And, like, all she does is, like, spend her days trying to, like, figure out ways to make it look real to us. She's literally, and like...
1: It, she's, what she's doing with her d- music video class... Let me say, I know what you're is doing. Is learning
0: TikToks in her bedroom. Oh, no. I said, like, her music career is honestly that of... Melania Judice. I thought no, that's what going to say. I think Melania is a star, a bigger star. Melania's song is so good. I can't wait to grow up. No, like it just looks like it all comes crashing down next week and it's gonna be hilarious to watch. And honestly, like I love Candace's mom. Like she just really fucking lays it on Candace and nobody does. Like Yeah, yeah. No, but
1: you know what? It's so weird about Candace because like she's bothering me less and less. Me too,
0: because she's so team Wendy and so am I. Yeah, and like she is right on the money 50 percent of the time she's not like she's right with the wendy stuff but mostly because but she's wrong on the ashley stuff
1: yeah no she's wrong about like everything else yeah but when she's right like it's it's just it's nice because we need everyone on our side
0: we do but um honestly like robin talking to her life coach like i actually would rather gouge forwarding. my own I'm eyes out.
1: i watch but i fast forward that no
0: i know like robin just hasn't really evolved in her life or in her Storyline. Storyline at all. Like, she's still talking about, and it's terrible, like, that their friend stole money from them. Like, it's crazy and it's terrible, but she's still, like, healing from that. And I'm, as a person, I'm obviously understanding of someone taking their time to heal through their trauma. But as a watcher of television, I'm like, we've been talking about this shit since season one. Like, get a new line. Like, it's so boring. Yeah, I didn't know that that's what her. She said that, like, that's why she, like, has a really hard time trusting people and, like, her friendships, and even with Juan, like, they're, like, just in this, like, stagnant place because neither one of them have, like, really, truly healed from being so betrayed by a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, which to- makes total sense, like, human to human. But, like, I'm watching a television show. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like, talk about something else. It's so boring. Sorry, it is. Yeah. And, like, this life coach is just, like, cool. Like, life coaches are just, you know, in my... I think life coaches are fake. Like,
1: I just feel like if there wasn't reality TV, like, life coaches would be out of a
0: job. No, and also, like why didn't you just become a therapist? Like you're a life coach is just a therapist with no ambition. <laughs> wow. That's so mean if you're a life coach, I'm really sorry, but like that was funny.
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe you need to see a life coach based on what you were saying at the top of the episode.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> totally. Or a therapist.
1: Like, no, I don't think therapy is what you were like. What for what you were saying. Like, no, not therapy. No, you're, but like t- you want direction. No, by
0: the way, you're totally right. But like, I don't know. I could really dig myself in a hole here. I think I'm just going to stop talking.
1: Okay, cool. Let's move on. Cool.
0: Um, so I feel like nothing else really happened in Potomac. Tell yeah, me. No,
1: it, I, nothing else really happened. I just except, really like Mia. Except, wait, I just want to say, um, I watched Watch What Happens Live last night because I, I don't know, like I forgot to change the, the TV off. <laughs> I forgot to turn the TV off. It was Mia and, and Heather. Heather. And Andy was like so like verklempt that Karen filmed her Surrey County thing in
0: Potomac, And by the way, Karen put on her Instagram and she tweeted like they filmed the, the landscape shots in, in Surrey County. But the part where just Karen was on camera talking about it was in Potomac. They really tried to like make an ass out of Karen really, and it wasn't no, a big deal. They really
1: tried to make an ass out of her. I assume that's what they were going to do. Me too. And you are never going to pretend that the Andy Potomac River was more outraged on Watch What Happens Live last night that Karen filmed the video for Surrey County in Potomac than he's been about Erica Jane uh-huh. and Tom Girardi. Then he's been about Jen Shaw. Then he's been about any other like atrocity committed by some. This was the worst thing
0: a housewife has done. No, literally, he could not get over it. No, and I just knew like Giselle was like living for this editing, and what like it wasn't a big deal at all. They never pretended that Potomac was Surrey County. Karen clarified on her Instagram, like, all the landscape shots, the shots of the cornfield, that was Surrey County. Yeah. But Karen sitting in her gazebo was obviously in her hometown of Potomac. They never pretended like it wasn't. That's, like, fine by me. No, it was so, like, fraudulent, like, the way they framed... Poor they, Karen Huger. They framed her. I'm really sick of it. Like, honestly. I'm it's s- a, Nobody fucking respects Karen Huger. None of the women. Not production. Not Andy. And it's disgusting. No, I'm really just going to need en- Andy to bring that energy
1: to the Gen Shaw files.
0: Yeah, no. Andy's, like, really disappointing me. It's crazy hot. I literally went from, like, Andy Cohen was my he- I mean, I still really, like, love and respect him. But he was, like, literally my hero. Like, there was no one in the world I would have rather gone to dinner with. And I just feel like in the last year, like, he's just let me down so much. It all started with Monique and then, like, the Watch Trappings Live from homes, Like, him being so disinterested. And, of course, like, we all were going through it. So, like, I'm sympathetic. But, like, I just feel like he hasn't had any joie de vivre for his life or, like, his business. Sorry, his job being the host of Watch Trappings Live. I feel like he has not had any joie de vivre in the last, like, two, three years. And it's just been, like, downhill. And it's sad because, like, I feel like what we all connected with Andy over was, like, his obsession with, like, pop culture being obsessed. And, like, I don't know. I just feel like... He doesn't care anymore. So, like, I don't either.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Let's talk about uh, Salt Lake City. Okay, yes.
0: The premiere of Salt Lake City was last night, and our recap is brought to you by, you guessed it, Bolin Branch. They know high-quality sleep doesn't stop at your mattress, and their ultra-soft organic sheets are transparently sourced and produced in safe, fair conditions. You'll feel a difference and know you're making one. Okay, I have all of the Bolin Branch sheets, and honestly, before they sponsored the show, I bought them off of a Rach Parcell-sponsored post, which... I'm really proud of that decision because if it's good enough for Rach Parcell...
1: It's good enough for all of us.
0: And by the way, when it comes to sheets, I really, really care about like the cooling technology because I'm a sweaty sleeper even though I sleep in an icebox. Once I get into a deep circadian rhythm, it's over. Like I'm getting neck sweat, boob sweat. And... The Signature hem Sheets are their beloved bestsellers for a good reason. They get softer with every wash. They're buttery, soft, lightweight, and 100% organic sateen weave that's perfect for all seasons. They come in a variety of colors and sizes, from twin to California king. They're made to a higher standard with toxin-free processes and fair trade certifications to ensure that workers are being paid livable wages. Um, So if you're looking to spruce up your home, start with your bed. It's the best place ever, and you should be spending as much time as possible there. To experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose and Branch. You can try them more Free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns. And our listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your li- your first set of sheets with the promo code toast at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L Bowlandbranch.com. Promo code toast. Honestly, they never get promo codes, so like you should really use this one.
1: You know who loves bowl and branch?
0: Brew to do? De- brew and do. Brew and no do is obsessed. He couldn't even get out of bed this morning. That's why he's not here. That's why he's not here. Um, okay. Real housewives of Salt Lake City. There's obviously, like, so much going on. There's, like, two things. Obviously, the Jen Shaw of it all, which hasn't even happened yet, but Heather was on Watch Happens Live last night talking about it and, like, really getting under my skin. Mm -hmm. There's such a weird thing happening because it seems like since the reunion, like, Lisa Barlow has made the decision to, like, be obsessed with Jen Shaw. And it's so weird because they never even were friends. And now, like, Lisa's really, like, jeopardi- jeopardizing her friendship with Meredith in order to be friends with Jen. Like, it's the weirdest thing ever. And Heather literally fucking hates Jen with the intensity of 10,000 sons and will use any excuse to talk about her, and I'm loving it. Then we find out this thing about Jen where Jen literally defrauded hundreds of people out of their retirement that Jen is basically, like, allegedly an e- evil well, person. Well, she's been charged with it. Yeah, I mean, there's no way to know if it's, like, true until the trial, but it's true. They don't just go around charging people for things like that. Right. But you still have to say Allegedly. So once we find out this piece of information, Heather, who hates Jen, automatically feels his obligation to be her friend. She was on Watch Rapids Live last night saying that, you know, Jen is in a position where she needs a friend right now, and Heather's going to be that for her, and how basically like this whole time she knew that Jen's business was, quote, unsavory, but she didn't think it was illegal. Um, which like is, an MLM. Like an MLM, which is just like so weird. Heather literally, I don't know if she was drunk, but she was like... Is this live? You saw you watched. I did, I miss that. No, she, like Andy asked like how you can still be friends with her, especially when you're not even friends with her in the show. But now that we know all these terrible things about her, you're even closer with her. And she was like, "Is this live?" And they were like, "Yeah, it's watch happens live." And she basically was like, "I mean, I've known for years that Jen's business was quote unsavory. I didn't think it was illegal." Um and now she's just in a position where she needs a friend. And, like, I'm going to be that friend for her. It's so weird. And then when all this stuff comes out, it seems like Lisa Barlow drops Gen shot in an instant. So, like, everything is backwards.
1: Everything is backwards. And I just want to say, like, Lisa Barlow. I, I don't like where, that she's not being, like, everything that Meredith needs at all times. Because Meredith deserves everything.
0: No, and that conversation on the couch was so... It was gaslighting. I'm sorry. To pretend, like, what... Lisa's going through with Heather is even remotely close. I didn't know half that social media stuff. I don't think
1: that's gaslighting. I think that's just wrong.
0: I think it's gaslighting. Like belittling Meredith's feelings to like the moronic fight between Whitney, Heather, bad weather.
1: Oh my God. Stop. Okay. So, but I was just going to say like Lisa Barlow is coming back for me. Like she, and I just feel like throughout this season, like I'm just going to be liking her more and more. I think so too. And I feel like season one we just didn't understand her personality I don't think I still do but I think we're like getting a sense of it where it's like I don't know I just could see myself liking her all yeah, not
0: currently because I think like she's being such a bad friend to Meredith mm-hmm. first of all I had no idea all of this social media stuff like about Brooks and by the way I don't even like Brooks but like you do not go after someone's kid you do not like a post where someone calls I think the t-word is a slur for gay people yeah so, like, you, that's so fucked up, first of all. So
1: Like, I don't know how Meredith, like, th- it's crossed a line to the point of, like, not like, we all need to get together and talk about it. It's like, how does Meredith, why would Meredith ever be ta- be friends with this woman ever
0: again? No, and, like, Lisa doesn't understand that she's trying to, like, encourage some sort of reunion, which is, like. That's not how it goes. Once you come for someone's kid, like, you can never be friends with that person ever again. Ever. And, like, I can't even stress enough how much, like, I'm not even, like, a fan of Brooks, but, like. Literally, of course Meredith should never speak to Jen again. And yes, it's a direct betrayal. I thought it was crazy that like literally Lisa's in Meredith's house with Meredith's kids, sitting on the couch defending a woman who called her son a slur. Like it's so backwards, like you're in her home right now.
1: No, and who continues to like all of these mean things about Brooks, it's like Meredith's your friend. Like what are you doing liking this stuff?
0: And Meredith is your real friend of 10 years before the show. I don't think that Lisa and Jen really knew each other before the show.
1: Right. It's just, it's so bizarre to me, but hopefully it, it starts to clear itself up eventually. And I think I saw in a preview for something like somebody asks Lisa if she's in business with Jen.
0: I know. I thought that was really interesting And that would explain
1: why she's kind of blindly defending Jen, but that would also explain why Why she turned, why Jen's in legal trouble. Goodbye. Right. Because like she ran with Lisa's money or something. Yeah, or, like, she doesn't want to be near the smell of any of this.
0: Yeah, and I'm having a really hard time because Heather is my girl. And, like, that scene where they were all ordering food, like, I was hysterically laughing. She's like, these skinny bitches. But it, then on Watch What Happens Live, I'm like, I don't recognize this person. Like, And I'm afraid I may have, like, started to stan prematurely. A premature stand. A premature stanhood. Well, but you know I'll who say- I didn't prematurely stand? Meredith Marks.
1: Agreed. All I'll say about Heather is let it play out. You, yeah. you, I mean, I don't see myself, you know, going to Team Jen. But just let it play out. You don't have to make any decisions right yeah. now. Maybe you'll understand, maybe she's been through something similar or something like, and maybe you'll understand why she's doing what she's doing. You and maybe, never know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Just let it play out. Um there were so many
0: funny moments wait but there was also two major things that happened first of all Meredith got a new house and it's absolutely gorgeous yes gorgeous but I feel and like she said we finally got a home that was more reflective of our style because her old house was, was like literally like from the 60s yeah sh- it's shade <laughs> but
1: I remember when contracts were going out last season and everybody was like talking about who's coming back like Meredith had to get a house yeah because I guess she didn't have one in Utah so it's obviously like a rental yeah but whatever whatever
0: set no, the scene and honestly like just all good looks good cook there meredith mark like stand inside me like i just there was just something not right about that house from last season and like this house is right
1: i know but like where do they actually live not that i think that they're like hiding anything
0: but where do they live i don't know like it's a good question they had said that like, like she had got a home for three like a six month rental for, the for production but like jen is in a rental and she's hiding something yeah Jen. Is, but see you know the thing is that's what i was thinking last night like when we were recapping last season, like, everyone was just saying, like, we don't really understand, like, the Jen Shah money of it all. And it's just so crazy how, like, right we were. Like, all of our instincts were, like, 100% know, on. but we, like,
1: never understand the money.
0: No, no, know. We, like, are so concerned about the money with the Beermans. But right. they're not going to jail. Or, like, but, the, the, but see, or Dorit. But see, like, okay, with the Beermans, like, I'm so confused because they spend so much. But they also have, like, a million businesses. Like, they yeah. have, you know, the cosmetics, the skincare, they're in Walmart. Like, they the actually. Show. The show. They actually work, you know? For Jen, it was like, she is, up until the reunion, like, I thought she didn't have a job. Oh, she was a party planner. Right, and then her husband, like, was a part-time football coach, assistant. Oh, no, he's very full-time. Assistant football coach for a college where, like, the going salary is, like, 500 grand a year, which is obviously a very nice salary, but not for the life that they were pretending to live. So I just want to say, like, we were all right, and that made me feel good. That's what I was thinking when I watched, her new home is beautiful, though.
1: Right, but then, like, people also have questions about, like, Mary and her money. and
0: No, but Mary is explaining how, like, she they literally own, like, Tons of fast food restaurants. They have like tons of real estate. I mean, it's confusing because all of her homes are like weird and run down. But she explained how she made her money. Yeah. But then also Jen did at the reunion. What did she say her company did? Like retargeting like Facebook ads and shit? Something. Remember they
1: asked? Yes, yes. She had an answer. A good one. Yeah, it was like some sort of marketing. It
0: was something she rehearsed.
1: It was some sort of multi-level marketing. Literally. Okay, and then what was the second big thing that happened for you? That you said two big things. Meredith moved.
0: I did say that. Wow, you're really following up.
1: Well, because I just want to get to the part that made me laugh. Heather, I, I mean, I'm. Um, Mary.
0: Whitney. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I What made me laugh was Whitney dropping the cake. Like, oh that my was God. actually so funny. That party
1: looked like so fun and real. Her life is just like so. Cute. Cute. And it just seems, she seems really happy. Yeah, it is weird that, like, she has a 29 year old stepson and she's 34. No, it, it's, sure, it's unconventional, mm-hmm. but. They're, they seem so fucking happy. Like, they're yeah, no. constantly, like, in bathing suits in their hot tub, just, like, drinking and having a good time.
0: No, totally. And, like, they have this foam machine just, like, chilling in the garage. Like, <laughs> no. it's so weird. And
1: also, like, all the kids, like,
0: are come over. And, and they love her. And it's so cute. Has it's, she spoken about those kids' mom? I'm curious, like, what, if they get along, like. Oh, I don't know,
1: because also, like, they're. Their marriage, Justin and Whitney, has, is so. It's like tumultuous. But also yeah. now we know why Wild Rose is in her.
0: Yes, because she's like throwing that birthday party. Yeah.
1: No, because it's the name of her brand. Her. Oh, not
0: birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Did she not say she was also going to have a birthday party and that was the theme? Oh, I don't know about that, but she said like she has a beauty brand
1: and yeah, it's going to yeah, be yeah. called Wild
0: Rose. I mean, like. So now, like, it's some low-level like season one housewife like starting a beauty brand. Okay, well, like, she's on season two, so leave
1: her. Yeah, alone. That's fine. She looks great.
0: It was an existing beauty brand,
1: so she gets a pass.
0: And I was very happy for her, like.
1: Okay, what made me laugh the hardest is <laughs> when Mary was doing her podcast, and one of the guys on the podcast with her, like Mary said, like lead us in prayer, and he starts like doing his prayer, and he's like picking up energy and ruach, and, and he's getting, the spirit is with him. He's getting really into it, and Mary's like stop, not like that. And I just feel like if someone cut you off in the middle of a passionate Mid prayer. prayer
0: I can't think of anything more embarrassing. No, totally, and especially like when that person who's cutting you off like is your spiritual leader, like, and <laughs>
1: they're like, you're doing it wrong, and you're being extra, no, about like it. you suck,
0: and you're ugly, like <laughs> you're right, no, like but
1: calling someone's prayer style essentially extra, like is just.
0: So hurtful. No, also, like, when we saw Mary's church, like, it looks like they encouraged the extraness. Like, everyone's, like, dancing. like Right, and he was just, like, getting into it. Like, Leave him I alone. I literally wanted to cry for him. Can I tell you, like, I didn't even remark at the moment. I, I honestly can't even remember what you're talking <laughs> about. Um, But you called me. You're like, did you see? And you're, like, in stitches. I'm like... I was so unfazed. I'm like, I don't even, I must have been on my phone. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. You
1: need to go back and watch it because I can't think of anything that would cut me down more.
0: No, totally. Especially if you're like a deeply spiritual person.
1: Right. And honestly, Mary is just his. I'm a big Mary fan. Yeah. I am. I like her even on her podcast when she's like, just, you know, usually I don't... Like, Giselle and Robin, I did not care to hear about their
0: podcast. Yeah.
1: You just get to see a different side of Mary. And, like, she's clearly very spiritual. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. And then also when she was at lunch with the girls in the igloo, like, she's also, like, a cool friend.
0: I know. I feel like nobody ever includes her. So, like, seeing her at the at lunch with the girls, <laughs> it was like seeing, like, a dog walk on a lead. Like, it was so... Bizarre, Like, I it's a like seeing like, a teacher out of she school. She was so
1: appropriate. And even Meredith with her grief. She was grief. being funny. Like, like, and then we have a spiritual leader here to get you through your grief, Meredith. Like, no, totally. Get you a friend
0: who can do both. Totally. I thought... I, by the way, it just... It didn't it feel weird seeing her there? Like, Yeah. Like, what are you doing out of the church? Like, almost like she's a vampire and like if she sees direct sunlight. Like, it was just very bizarre.
1: No, it was very bizarre. But I, I really... I'm glad I she's back. I like Mary, back. too.
0: I think she's, like, well-intended, you know, pending the fact that she's not, like, a cult leader.
1: Right. Well, we'll see about all that.
0: And also, I just have to say, Meredith, Marx's first interview look is so... The pink? The pink. Gorgeous. And, like, she's sitting there crying about her dad, and it's so sad, but I can't help but, like, think, like... You are literally gorgeous. Like, she looked gorgeous. amazing.
1: I And her kids are gorgeous.
0: Yes, her daughter's By the way, we need more daughter because it's a lot of Brooks and right, not and a lot of Chloe. And she showed up with the
1: prayer and so she has bonus you know, points. And she's
0: got the Ruach
1: in her. And I just loved, like... And, like, her glam, like... Kid, like, and I was thinking about like kids these days, how like every they all know how to do perfect makeup. makeup. I wonder if she got her makeup done because like she knew she's going to be. It MTV. didn't look like maybe she got like Meredith's
0: makeup I, artist like did a touch up, maybe or like Meredith like threw. But someone. it looked perfect. Yeah, no, I just love this new house for Meredith. I don't even want to think about the fact that it might be fake. And
1: Brooks did a really good job with the challah. And you know what? I'm I'm turning fresh. Over, I agree. I'm, I'm turning over a new leaf with Brooks because. I think he got off to a rocky start with most of the viewers last season. But now, like, seeing other people being mean to him, I'm like, no.
0: That's no, not that's no, not what we're doing. Nobody comes for Brooks except us.
1: <laughs> so I, I'm leaving everything from last season. Mostly because I forget why I didn't like him By really. the way,
0: literally me too. I thought the same thing. I'm like, I'm starting fresh with Brooks. Like... And I'm, and I'm fully defending him against Jen Shaw, like a grown woman coming after him. And, like, honestly, I thought Meredith's answer for, like, his sexuality, which I think a lot of people have just been, like, wondering about, I think she had the most perfect answer. Like, he's figuring it out. Leave him alone. He's a child. And you know what? 100%. Agreed. And so I'm ready
1: for, you know, for Brooks and I to have a new relationship for season two. But I do feel like he was very burned by the reaction from season one. And I don't think we'll be seeing him a lot. He
0: didn't say a word last night. Yeah. I thought the same thing.
1: But Brooks, you killed it with the hala. Um, no, it was beautiful. Even when Whitney was wearing her tracksuit, I was like, that's cute. I, I thought long. it was sweet
0: Whitney <laughs> was wearing the tracksuit too. Like, I and, thought it was nice.
1: Yeah, I thought it was nice. It's just crazy how time heals everything. You no, know, it does.
0: Because like last season, I was like, I'm going to stop watching this show because of this show. No, like when Andy wore a tracksuit, I was like. So extra.
1: But now I'm just like. Brooks, you do your thing. Yeah, don't let the haters like us. Don't stop let the haters you. get
0: you down. And we are, we were the haters. No, but I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. Like, fresh start, fresh start. So it was a really good season premiere, um, and it was an hour and a half. It was hour 15. I was oh. like so confused because I looked over. It's 10.04. I'm like, why am I still watching this? Um, I didn't mind at all because the conversation was really heating up between Lisa and Meredith. Um, I just feel like I'm at such a good place now with The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Like I can tell Lisa and Meredith apart now. And I'm just so excited to be here. Like really and truly. And I really like The New Housewives so far. Oh, yeah. Um, but
1: you know what I'm oh, realizing? She has a
0: crazy story. I
1: know. And I'm, I'm so excited to like learn more about her and just get to know her. But what I'm realizing, I feel like with so many of The New Housewives that we've seen, it's like... Like, they come out, like, really strong in the first episode or two. I'm like, yes, perfect casting. And then we never fucking hear from them again. Like, Mia.
0: Yeah. Crystal. No. Yeah. That's a good call.
1: Yeah. I think it will be easier for, on Salt Lake City for Jenny because it's, it's a newer new. franchise. But yeah. that's just, like, a thought that I had. No, I liked Jenny. Like, Mia Jenny. came out so strong. And now she's just, like, a wallflower and, like, Kind of wishy-washy. No,
0: she's, like, a people pleaser. So, yeah. like, she doesn't... She's kind of spineless. Like, but she takes everyone's side.
1: I, yes, but then on Watch What Happened Side last night, like, she was full of spine. What did she say? Like, she was... um, Like, first of all, she loves Karen. Like, and it's, sometimes it's, like, unclear on the show. Yeah. Because she's also, like, you have a beautiful she's like, heart, Giselle. Right. But then, like, someone asked her a shady fucking question. And, like, one of the audience members and she just like shut that shit down real quick with a smile so I was like okay you go girl okay yeah
0: you know but she has become like somewhat irrelevant
1: yeah that's just what I was saying
0: yeah so hopefully that's not the story for Jenny but I would actually love to hear more about her fleeing Vietnam
1: right like this is a situation where like please more home and personal scenes no it was crazy Mm mm-hmm her kids were so cute and just, like... Bijan And her... Yeah. And her so funny. Relationship with her
0: husband seems great. And yeah. And I just... And I like that she has a 10-year friendship with Lisa, like... Right. And, like, I just love when someone comes in with, like, a good amount of money and it makes sense. Like, her husband's a doctor. Like, it makes sense why she has money and I don't have any questions.
1: And a personality.
0: Yeah. She was super funny. Mm-hmm. And a story. Yeah. So, I think it was a great casting. And this is just, like, literally my favorite show.
1: Yeah. No, I wasn't... I thought... I was being like, you know, kind of a naysayer about it. I was like, oh, like something else. But I'm so glad to have them back. And now, like, I just need winter to be here. Oh, my gosh. We have to go to Utah. Like.
0: No, by the, the way. The fact that
1: like Heather, like, just went Showed up. And yes, showed up at Meredith's thing. house. I was
0: like, why isn't that our life? No, literally. It's like how, the way like we would go get like a pretzel. They just like go ski down a mountain.
1: Literally. It must be so fun. So fun. Did she like ski over to Meredith's? Literally. Meredith no, might live on, on the, the mountain. mountain. Like she's
0: mountain. ski on, ski off.
1: Yeah, and then do you think Meredith pays for the whole rental, or a production helps her? If, like, I don't want to live in
0: a world where she doesn't pay for the whole production. No, but like rental,
1: she shouldn't really have to. Like, they want to. No, her I'm b- sorry.
0: This is a show about people's lives, and like, you all need a house. Fine, fine. Brew will accept it. I'm just like, what is, what's her husband's name? Seth doing over there in Ohio? Like, make Meredith some money so she can buy her own house.
1: Yeah, well, the I pressure's think, on. I think they have their own house, but not in. Maybe they don't want to live in Salt Lake City. You know?
0: Maybe. Do you think that Meredith was the one who... I think
1: Meredith... Okay, this is what I'm thinking. I think Meredith lives in Park City.
0: And you're not a lot her, of film in Park City. And
1: that's where her store is. Yeah. So I think she has to get a rental when she wants to be in Salt Lake. Maybe. Um, Even though they're not that far from each other. It's like 40 minutes.
0: Do you think that... Meredith was the one who tipped the feds off that she would be at Beauty Lab. No. Me neither.
1: I think that there's a million fucking people who work on the show. There's a million people who work for, for Jen. Jen. I think the feds probably got to one of her like low-level Shaw squad assistants and was like, well, you know, What's schedule? you've been involved in a crime. If you want to get off, mm-hmm. uh, where can we find Miss Shaw? Yeah. And no, this insinuation that it was Meredith, like
0: that's... No, and it seems like it becomes like a huge focal point, which like is so Teresa annoying. That's accusing the Manzos. Like, yeah, Right. But the thing is, is like it becomes a focal point, which is so annoying because then we're not talking about what Jen actually did. Because t- I didn't see one conversation of people asking Jen, like, how do you feel about the fact that you stole from old and vulnerable, vulnerable people? They're all obsessed with like, well, how did they know she was at Beauty Lab? Who cares?
1: Yeah. They were going to find no, her. She probably, wasn't on the run. There were, probably on that day, there were 100 people who knew that Jen would be right. at Beauty Lab.
0: Production, like there's a million people. Why would it be Meredith? Except Meredith did say something, like, really ominous at lunch, like, about how Jen's going through. She's going to need friends, how she's going through a hard time or something.
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: She did. It was weird, but then also Jen said something ominous. Like, I've never been to prison.
1: Right. <gasps> yeah. Oh
0: homeship. Oh <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of television to watch last night, but I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it was pretty good. And tonight
0: is Bachelor in Paradise, which we don't watch, but Margaret will no, be No, but recapping. I've been hearing
1: like good things, so I'm glad that you guys are all enjoying it.
0: And unfortunately, Tuesday is, tomorrow night is the Real Housewives of New York reunion. Like, they took a break or whatever. But it's here. I think. Have you seen a preview? No, but it has to be, right? I
1: don't know. I haven't seen a commercial, not even last night when I was yeah, scooting through. Yeah, that's true. Through.
0: You, and I didn't you watch
1: it. commercials, right? Yeah, all of them. So no, there's no way. Oh, my God. You're right. That's How crazy. are they just
0: not going to air the reunion?
1: I don't know. They'll wait longer. They did
0: film something like and then, two weeks so ago. So then why
1: what, didn't Salt Lake City premiere on Tuesday?
0: Yeah, having back-to-back was annoying.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they'll move it something yeah. to Tuesday. But Sunday
0: night is like where the good shows go. Like if you get a Sunday night slot on Bravo, that means you have good ratings.
1: I guess, but for me, for me as a viewer...
0: I don't Tuesday love it. Yeah, I don't love it. Like yeah, Sunday, Sunday I'm, it's still I'm, the I'm weekend, like
1: because like, that's because we view it as work. work. Yeah, and then it's like we're doing work on yeah. the weekends, even though it's not like that. But um,
0: work, work.
1: Yeah. So, oh, the, oh, I'll just share the other stuff that I watched this weekend, which was I finished my book, The Social Graces, okay. about Mrs. Astor and Alva Vanderbilt, and it definitely got me like curious about you know Gilded Age New York. And I saw in the bibliography that the author said she got a lot of, like, her content from, like, this Rick Burns documentary about New York. And I'd heard of it before. So it's on Amazon. It's an eight-part docu-series. Each episode is, like, an hour and a half. And it's the history of New York from, like, the Dutch in 1624 till, I think, till now. uh, Right now, I'm in, like... 1880 mm. so but it's really like some of it is like definitely drags a little bit but there's so many interesting factoids it's like crazy like the street names and like why certain areas are called what they're called and like just the the city planning the grid central park the grid. so much interest the erie canal like and it's crazy because i've learned so much of this and i actually took a class in college like the history of new york mm-hmm. so i've i've watched this movie and still so much of it is new to me because like until you care about something it's just
0: not gonna resonate no and that's the thing like kids really shouldn't go to school like so young because like they don't give a shit you know <laughs> no it's if you want if, them to remember something like go in are 30
1: no it's so true like i obviously know that of the eerie canal but i had no idea of like the, the significance the significance, the strategic because import. Because you learned it when
0: you didn't care.
1: Because I learned it when I didn't care. And that's also like, remember how I said, I took a class like history of Russia. And then I was reading a book about, you know, the Romanovs to only to find out that the whole family was murdered, the whole royal family. I'm like, this is news to me. Right. But I know that I've heard it before.
0: Why? Because you didn't care. Because I didn't care enough Normalized to Normalize like starting middle school at the age of 30.
1: Yeah. So, and, and also, and also, it's giving me, this Stalky series is giving me an, an, a renewed appreciation for new york just like the spirit of things and That's like good. why new york is the way that it is and like what we all sacrifice living here but like why we do mm-hmm. that you know so i just feel like i've been i've been hard on my city in recent years you have. and it's good to remember Appreciate. the good times yeah. you know and, and and just see what makes us us here as new yorkers totally so it's good. If anybody is looking for a little history, um, it's Rick Burns's New York on Amazon. You have to buy the whole thing. So I'm, go- I'm going episode by episode. But I'm sure eventually I'll just, you know, buy the rest for three ninety
0: nine. Yeah, like finish the package. <laughs> yeah, 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 Totally.
1: And burr has been enjoying it because there's horses mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's, there's also dogs. And so, and he likes learning about his... <gasps>
0: Fuck, you scared the shit out of me, Bruno. Oh, my God.
1: He likes learning about his city.
0: Oh, my God. He gave me a fright, Chessie. Oh, he didn't give me a fright. I saw saw it all going down. I didn't see any of it. Um, Okay. Well, that sounds nice. I didn't really watch any TV this weekend.
1: Look at you. Hey,
0: look at me. I'm, like, just so in the moment, you know? That's you. So... That's me, and that's our show. That is our show, you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places this way we listen to podcasts. My Nest Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about a beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing fucking day. And if you're still here, congratulations. You've made it to the Society Season 2. To prove your loyalty to the morning toast, drop a comment on our most recent Instagram and make it the emoji of... Like, the crab. Crab. No, I don't know if there's a crab one. Lobster. You have a visitor. (gasps) Lobster. Lobster, because Bruno has gout. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.